I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. And this is Forward Farming. Hey guys. Welcome back to Forward Farming. Yay. That was aggressive. Sorry. It is early. We are recording at 522 p.m. And the sun is still shining and we are just full of life and energy today. So buckle up, guys. I mean, I don't have I don't have sun, but I'll take your word for it. It is light out. <laughs> good. Good. Yeah. Um anyway, we uh are changing things up this week and recording on a Wednesday night because I screwed the schedule up again. I feel like it's always me that's just pushing the days around. That's Amber's just so popular. She can't she, you know, she just can't commit to my Thursdays yeah, anymore. <laughs> I just I have so many conflicting um dates and I just really need to step up my manager <laughs> skills like maybe I need to hire someone to manage me because I'm just kidding yeah I guess have just your, pop have my your head before I call get me stuck in the door <laughs> deflate the ego <laughs> anyway kind of a big deal I mean yeah I mean every everyone okay. wants to talk to me <laughs> anyway it's it's <laughs> Are you going to start charging me to like talk to you every week? You know, this I where we're should. at in our relationship. I need to start making like a college fund for the baby. So I might as well start charging you because <laughs> your girl needs help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you're going to charge me, I'm going to charge you, but I'm going to charge you like a dollar more. So that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Before we get into, yeah, I'm sorry in advance guys. Before we get into this week's uh, topic, should we start with some highs and lows? Yeah. Uh, you want to start with some highs? Sure. Do you got one? Oh, uh, yeah. Since we're, since we're talking about me, <laughs> um, so those, uh, interviews that I did last week, uh, came out finally and they weren't as bad as I <sighs> thought they would be. Um, I did one with Successful Farming, uh, which is a magazine, and then they have a website. I think it's like agriculture.com or something. Um, but that interview went really well, and it got a lot of traction with Ocean Spray, which is cool. And they um, were sharing it on LinkedIn, and I, and the CEO of Ocean Spray, like reshared it and had some really cool things to say about the article, which was just. I was not expecting that at all. So that was, that was cool. Um, and then that (laughs) TV interview that I was just bashing in the last episode saying how terrible I thought it was, (laughs) he did a really good job editing out all of the, uh, crying noises and he didn't make it sound like I was dying talking in the mask. (laughs) Um, so he did a really great job editing that and that came out and, um, yeah, it's been a good, Wisconsin Did you ever cranberry. post that on Instagram? No, I, um, oh. I, I don't, I don't like, no. Oh. I like okay. print well, interviews better than the video. Yeah. yeah. You should send it to me so I can see how amazing you are. Mm. promise I won't laugh. Well, you have the swipe up <laughs> feature and I feel like you would add it into. I would never know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you know me too well. No, I probably <laughs> wouldn't, but no, the uh, the successful farming one was really cool. Yeah, I actually, I don't know if you guys know this, but I moved to Stevens Point. Um, <laughs> so that that's <laughs> that was a big, a big change in my life that I wasn't aware was happening. But yeah, like I don't want I never, I never like name dropping towns where people are at. Like I hate that. And so I said that you're from Southern Wisconsin. So apparently Stevens Point is now in Southern Wisconsin. And- <laughs> I heard the weather's nice it. there. <laughs> wow. Maybe the sun is out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that made me laugh. I didn't well, and the weird part was like I'm reading the article. I didn't even notice that until you sent me a screenshot of it. I was like, oh. No, but it was a really good article. So that was very yeah. cool that they did that. And even cooler that the ocean spray guy noticed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was that was my high of the week. What was yours? Oh, we had a pretty good week. Um, I think, I guess my high will be, we got more calves today, which is always, always exciting. Um, we, so we got, 
four last week, I think. Numbers are hard. Um, and then we ended up selling one of the black calves to a bee farmer um, on Sunday because he had a first time mama that they had to pull the calf and then the calf didn't make it mm. overnight. So they wanted to get another cow on it right away or another calf. And I didn't have any at the dairy. We've just been fairly slow on calving now that we got through like the beginning of March. And so I told my boss, I was like, well, I just got these, but I guess I could <laughs> sell him one of mine just because, you know, if that mama doesn't have a calf and her role as a beef cow isn't going to last very long. So um, we brought him up. He was very aggressive. He's got, he, he's living the good life now. He's got full buffet for about six months. So, <laughs> um, but anyways, right after I brought it up, I texted uh, my friend Ashley, who is a calf manager at a, a bigger dairy couple hours away and I was like um I need more black calves please <laughs> so I went up today and got I thought I was getting four and then I pulled up and I saw at least five in the pen and I was like oh okay cool they had another one and then I got out of the truck she's like so there's seven of them do you want them <laughs> and I was like I mean yeah if they fit in my calf box <laughs> so they, they were a couple of them were a little bit smaller so they all fit nice in the calf box and then I called Joey and I was like yeah um there's not four <laughs> so he was able to scramble and get some pens set up for him and now our uh, little bottle baby area is full so that is exciting and we've got a good group of black calves which makes it easier to sell them as feeders when you've got like a like a more consistent group you know it's easier to sell a group of five than it would be like one so and I saw that lots you of babies some- pretty cute names for the babies yes yeah, so I named well okay so Sophia named the brown swiss that we got the other week and she named it Santa and after that I was like oh do I need to not have her <laughs> name calves anymore <laughs> so I had I had named the other three already and then today I asked her what she wanted to name them and so we've got butterfly rainbow unicorn Adley Nico which if you have little girls and you know who Adley is on YouTube, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's almost like Blippy, but not oh. as educational. Okay. It's just, it's a, a girl that is a spoiled brat and gets everything that she wants. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Sophia loves watching her. Anyways, uh, then we have Bear and Blippy and Joe named Bear and Blippy. So Yay. those are cute. But You have a baby bear too. Yeah. Cute. Yes. So cute. How about a low for the week? Um, besides this wind, it wouldn't <laughs> be so bad if it wasn't for the darn wind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I, I really am not going to complain because we've got, I think tomorrow's supposed to be cold and Friday it's like 50 and then it's like 70s. 60s and 70s for yeah. a few days. So it's going to be nice. Um, I guess my low is Sophia got sick yesterday. So we had um, every month we do a fresh burn herd check in the afternoon on a Tuesday. And so yesterday was that day and we were just wrapping up. It's like a little after three o'clock. I normally get the kids about four and daycare is calling me and like, you know, when daycare calls you, it's never good. They're not mm-hmm. calling to say hello. <laughs> so I answer and Rachel's like, um, so Sophia just woke up from her nap and right before nap she was telling me her tummy hurt and she threw up everywhere and I was like oh and I shouldn't complain because this is only the second time that she's ever like been sick like this um so I finished up at work as fast as I could went and got them poor thing spent the rest of the night on the couch um with a bucket just Aww. she was miserable it was it was so sad it was very quiet in the house so and I was <laughs> trying to keep Joe quiet all night <laughs> um but whatever it was like a lot of the kids at school have it and probably the daycare kid like because they all were in a small community so everyone kind of you know does the same thing but mm-hmm. she slept all night and she's feeling better today um she hasn't eaten much but like she hasn't thrown up at all so we're doing better I'm just like 
spraying Lysol on everything and washing everything and diffusing thieves and hoping that no one else gets sick. (laughs) I asked Becca if she was going to be sleeping out in the barn last night. So no one else got (laughs) sick, but apparently that's frowned upon. I mean, maybe if it wasn't so cold. I mean, you got the heat <laughs> lamps for the chicks, for. right? You could just put her in with like the little baby chicks. And I, she could have snuggled up the chicks. That yeah, that would have been an option. I didn't think about that. See, I gotcha. <laughs> uh, I'm glad it was. Sh- <laughs> I'm glad it was short lived though, and like I was, I was kind of expecting her to be up all night, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be a long day today. But I, she slept the whole time, and so. Good. Hopefully that is the end of it. <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah. What was your low? Um, mine wasn't as traumatic. Maybe kind of. I lost <laughs> my Leatherman that I just got for my birthday. Um, womp womp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel bad because Dan got it for me and it was personalized as one of those where you could like get the blade personalized. And I've got these bibs because no pants fit and they have like the little side carpenter pockets on them (laughs) and uh oh yeah I I always just slide it in there and it has a little clip on it so it should stay in place so I don't know if it fell out somewhere when I was getting in and out of a truck throughout the week if it like because sometimes it catches on the seat when I get out because I can't pick my leg up (laughs) so I don't know I don't know where it is and I'm (laughs) I kind of like nonchalantly brought it up to him the other day. I'm like, hey, have you seen my Leatherman by chance? And he's like, nope. He didn't ask any more questions. So he's probably going to find out when he listens to this, but I don't know where it is. (laughs) Sorry, Dan. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Hopefully you're like just driving somewhere and it turns up. Like hopefully you lost it on the farm somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I usually don't take it with me to like Walmart or something because I don't go to Walmart. That's a damn thing again, but oh that was also another low we (laughs) i saw on twitter that starburst just came out with like these combination bags or it's like little mini starburst chews mixed in with jelly beans the starburst jelly beans oh and i thought that sounded really good at the moment and so i told dan i was like you need to find these (laughs) so he went to walmart last night and he Apparently looked all over, didn't find them, and he brought me home a bag of Starburst jelly beans instead. And they're not the same Starburst jelly beans that I remember eating. And I only ate the pink and grape ones in like 15 minutes. I sat there with a flashlight and I just ripped the bag open (laughs) because I wanted to make sure I was eating the pink and not the orange because the orange is disgusting. And, um, the red flavor tasted like uh, flowers. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to eat grape. Oh, but this, I don't know. Something really? about something about the Starburst Isn't it grape. normally like cherry? It just wasn't. Yeah. It said it was cherry, but it tasted like really perfumey. I don't love grape things. Mm. These are good. Oh. So then I asked my dad, I was like, what kind of jelly beans did you used to get? Because he used to get really good fruity jelly beans. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I like spicy jelly beans, blah, blah, blah. Like I would just buy a regular bag of jelly beans. Spicy? Yeah, and a black bag of jelly beans. And that's what I like. I'm like, I'm not asking you what you like. I just want to know what these jelly beans are because your grandchild wants them. (laughs) So he wasn't very helpful. (laughs) You know, like the liquor um types of jelly beans oh, yeah like the, uh, like the old yeah. person jelly beans yeah oh oh Sophia had um they like made it was like an easter project at school on monday and so they just had like a little cup with some like easter grass in it and then jelly beans <laughs> and they were like i don't know what kind of they were like generic jelly beans and so like i ate a pink one expecting it to be I don't know fruity or something and it was just like pure sugar and I was just like (laughs) I just I'm not like a huge sugary like person every now and then I am but yeah it it was like yeah I don't I forgot I didn't like jelly beans um so someone suggested I did get ice cream though good talking about cravings I, I did 
I, uh, Joey had to go to Walmart today and I was like, oh, good. You can give me ice cream. <laughs> what kind did you get? Um, I, I guess I didn't look, I told him double fudge brownie or something very chocolatey. So we'll see what he came up with. Good. Um, someone requested that we rank our favorite Easter candy. So we will, we will do that at the end of this episode. It's going to be very exciting. So stay tuned. Then I'm going to be ready for candy, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, do you have any goals for the week? Oh, um, yeah. So kind of, I guess we were adding on an addition to our house, which was kind of like a last minute decision. Um, so we have an old farmhouse, so there's a lot of like, it's just kind of all, it's all additions basically to the original house. And so now we're going like, we're expanding it. So we're making it wider instead of taller. So we're adding another bedroom and bathroom on the main floor. So the baby can sleep on the same floor as us. So the baby doesn't have to be basically you and... don't want to take Winnie's room away from her. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> right. And the stairs in our house, I don't think they're I don't know if I should say this. They're not up to code. I don't think they're like very steep old stairs. Oh yeah. And, and it makes me very nervous the thought of like walking up and down those with a small infant. I would fall and swish it. Like that's what would happen. <laughs> so I think this is going to be a little bit easier for everybody if the baby goes in our old room and then we're adding on a new one. So we've been cleaning up the yard, like we're getting a tree torn down tomorrow and just our yard is a disaster. So just picking up sticks, I think is going to be kind of the goal for the weekend, which isn't very fun or glamorous, but it's either that or Bear turns them all into shanks and just runs around (laughs) just like what do you have a knife no that kind of kind of a a vibe so that's that's exciting Mm -hmm. are they able to get it done before the baby comes do you think we're trying our darndest i think they're coming next week to pour the foundation and stuff um so we need to like add onto our crawl space underneath the house and Mm. that's like our foundation that they're gonna be pouring and stuff so hopefully uh, that that goes well. And then I think the rest of it should be pretty easy after that, I hope. We'll see. I mean, yeah, it seems like they can, obviously it's not a whole house, you know, they mm-hmm. can probably get things up pretty quick as long as the weather stays decent for decent. them. Yeah. So we'll see. Oh, cool. That's exciting. How about you? Oh, um, as long as no one else gets sick, knock on wood, uh, my parents are coming up this weekend and we were going to attempt to get started on the swing set. Um, we just, we haven't had time and it's been cold and super windy and it just hasn't been a priority for us. So I'm hoping we can get started, maybe finish that depending on, I don't know what's happening out there, but it's probably (laughs) loud in the background. I apologize. Um, So yeah, I get started on that. And then I want to, I made one of my raised garden beds. I got four more of them and I, I I did the one and then I stopped because it was so freaking windy that like trying to put them together was a nightmare. So I want to, if it's not super windy, I want to do that, get those finished so that Joey can fill them up and then I still need to transplant my blueberries and strawberries before they like wake up Mm -hmm. and yeah that's on my agenda this weekend so it sounds pretty busy it sounds like you are trying to do it all what's that you say (laughs) how funny you ask that was smooth Ah, that wasn't even planned you guys (laughs) so today we were kind of struggling to come up with a topic to talk about tonight so we turn to you guys again to help us to help bail us out (laughs) can I just say 
Like, <laughs> this was when we first started the podcast. This is one of my things. I was like, like, what are we going to talk about every yeah. single week? And at first it wasn't that hard. And then I feel like we got, I don't know, like 10 episodes in and we're like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> um, so thank you for always being there to give us suggestions. <laughs> we, we want, we probably wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for you guys uh, helping us out. So um, I got a message that, um, I, I just asked, like, if you had heard anything on a podcast that really made you, like, stop and think or be like, oh, yeah, this really hit home for me. And um, this kind of hit home for Becca and I, too. So uh, the response was, lately, people have made some posts about how they're always asked, how do you do it all? And the answer is they don't. People, especially women in egg, because it seems every one of us has 5,000 things going on in our lives, uh, balance our lives. We try to find a happy medium between family, work, the farm, etc. The recent posts about that have really hit me lately because it's so true. And I feel the more we talk about it, the more people looking in on our lives will stop thinking they don't do enough. Which, whew, there is a lot to unpack in that message and um, being the great planners that we are. We're just going to wing it because that's where our best thoughts come from is straight from the heart and not from a notepad. <laughs> so yes. That, uh, yes. we are going to take a stab at answering how you do it all, how you juggle everything. And hopefully this makes sense to other people, kind of hits home with other people and makes you feel, I don't know, like less guilty for not getting it all done. Or just like taking a step back. So let's I think, yeah, that's like in. one of the, one of the, I don't want to say a con to social media, mm -hmm. but in a way it is because even though, I mean, a lot of people share the good and the bad, like it's not like everyone's all sunshine and rainbows, but a lot of people aren't sharing like their, their worst days because they're not mm -hmm. fun to share. And so that, you know, that's one of the downsides is that you see other people and no matter how much you try not to like compare yourself to them, you do because we're human and that's what mm -hmm. we do. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But so on that, wow, this is starting out really good. I thought you maybe we're going to have a follow-up to that, but on the flip side, I think social media um, is good for that because you, when you find people to follow that kind of like you can vibe with and like, you know, you can relate to, and then they share like, I don't know, the mess ups that they have or like, you know, their struggles, then there, you're no, you know, that you're not alone because if, if you are only seeing people like doing it all, then you're like, oh crap, like I'm really falling behind in life. But if you can find someone like us who who openly shares that we are hot messes like 90% of the time, time <laughs> by 99% of the time, it makes it a little bit easier because you can kind of, I don't know, laugh about it and give yourself some grace. Mm -hmm. And I think um, it's it's starting to become a little bit more normalized for people to open up and be a little more vulnerable online. Um, and usually like it, it's a scary thought to just kind of open up and, and share your struggles with however many people that follow you and, and just say like, Hey, I'm struggling. Like I, I can't do this. I need to take a step back. And usually it seems like, um, when people share stuff like that is really when your community comes together and supports you, uh, which is really cool because usually when you're posting something like that, you don't expect that kind of a response. Um, you're kind of just expecting the worst, but that's usually oftentimes when people really just come together for you, which is, it, it's a helpful feeling, I think. But um, the person that sent me this message, I said, I think the biggest lesson I learned uh, when you feel like you are trying to juggle too much or that you get overwhelmed I think social media is usually the first thing for me anyway, that gets cut because it's not, I'm not getting paid 
to do social media. Like it's not a job, like no one is forcing me to do this, but it's oftentimes the most stressful part. Not always the most stressful part, but it's just an extra added stressor that can be easily cut out of your life for a short amount of time or however long you need. And uh, like, it's not going anywhere. I hope. And, <laughs> you know, like it, it's going to be there when you come back and then you're probably not going to miss much anyway. Um, so just putting the phone down for a couple of days or however long you need is just a quick way to refresh and, and kind of get yourself back on track and re reprioritize sometimes too. Like when I was, uh, when I was so sick, my first found out I was pregnant. Like I took a lot of time off and it was, it helped me just focus on getting healthy, being healthy and not having to worry about like, Oh, people are going to notice I'm gone. I need to, I need to make a post that's not genuine. And I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to seem fake happy. And I also didn't want to like show you guys me puking all the time. <laughs> like, <you> for that. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Especially after those breakfast burritos. Good Lord. <laughs> uh. Um, uh. But anyway, uh, there's, there's pros and cons to everything. I think you just kind of have to take a step back and when you start yeah. to feel overwhelmed, just make a, make a list, see what's really important to you at the time, like what needs to be done and what can kind of get put on the back burner for a minute. And if that's not social media, that's fine. Find something else that can be like, if it's, Oh, I need to get this puzzle done by Saturday. Like, do you really need to get that puzzle done by Saturday? Or are you just telling yourself? (laughs) I don't know, but I think, no. Yeah. I see the point you're trying to make. I think it's um, like you said, you kind of have to make a list of things that need to get done and prioritize because not every day you're going to be ambitious. You're not you're not going to be on top of the ball every day. Like everyone has bad days. If you don't, you're probably lying to yourself. I don't know, (laughs) but you don't have to excel at everything every single day. So if you just need to get through the day with eating or like taking a nap to reset, or if you have one small project that you need to get done and put everything else on the back burner till another day. And I don't, I think, I mean, I think we just, we feel guilty about that. Whether or not it's because it's just in our minds or we see someone else on social media doing it all and we feel like we need to to keep up with them. It's like keeping up with the Joneses, you know? I and it's just Kardashians, but Joneses is uh, fine. <laughs> keeping up with the Kardashians, you know, it's just <laughs> it's just yeah, you you had to prioritize. Like I've had a, this week I've I've definitely prioritized. I've had a couple things that I just like, I really do need to do and it hasn't gotten done. But at the same time, I haven't met the deadline of when it needs to get done. Like I need to fill out a couple forms and stuff. And it just, it, it hasn't gotten done. Last week, I really wanted to get our bills paid. It didn't get done until like two days ago, shortly before they were due because it just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm a very big prioritizer and like, getting done what I have to get done because my, I probably for you too, but lately every day I feel a little bit different. So like some Mm -hmm. days I feel really good. Other days, my back hurts really bad, even like not even doing anything. And I just, I need to sit on the couch when I get home Mm -hmm. and do nothing. So then, you know, some things don't get, don't get done, whether it be out on the barn or in the farm, (laughs) in the barn or on the farm. (laughs) Um, yeah yeah like that's a big thing and I think it's really important I mean I'm I don't have kids yet so I can't I can't speak on behalf of the moms out there but I think it's super important to take time for yourself um and make sure that you're doing okay before you like just burn yourself out to the point where you can't take care of other people um, it's like what's the saying you you're put you your oxygen fill up your cup. Mass. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna go with a plane. <laughs> put your oxygen mask on before you help other people, type of thing, or make sure your cup is full before. 
<laughs> I mean, same concept, just yeah. different stories. <laughs> so um, for me, like it's easy just to, like if I'm feeling worn out and I need to take a nap, like I can just go home and take a nap without having to deal with any extra <clears throat> lives to worry about really. <laughs> um, but I can see where you get like mom guilt for just needing to take a nap in the middle of the day and like, what do you do with the kids? You know, like that's, that's a big, uh, that's a big stressor to have to worry about. So I think finding time when you can working with your partner, um, to make time and say like, Hey, you need to watch the kids because I need to take a bath or like, and just get away from them. Mm -hmm. I need to get away from the gremlins for a second. Like, you know, just, just prioritizing yourself is a hard thing to do for a lot of people. And it's, it's probably one of the most important things you can do for yourself and, and everyone else, but it's the hardest thing to come to terms with, I guess, or like to actually Yeah, because you're always thinking like, oh, I should, should be doing this. I should mm-hmm. not be sitting on the couch or taking a nap or, yeah. But some days you just need that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, and I think if you don't do it regularly, then you kind of just get to a point where you just not implode, but mm-hmm you know, then you kind of just shut down and things take a turn for the worse because you just, you're, you're overtired or overworked or overstressed, whatever you want to call it. And, Mm -hmm. and then it takes a lot longer to reset. So if you can kind of do those things, I, a lot of the times when the kids nap, if they nap, um, I, I either try to nap with them or I just watch TV. Like I just kind of try to chillax or if I have to do anything on the computer, I, I make time to do that. But I just, I don't know. I, this is another one of those comparison things, but like you see some people on Instagram that like their kids are napping and they like hustle, 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 getting all this stuff done. And I'm like, I just, I can't do that because when it's silent in my house, I just want to mm-hmm. <laughs> sit and enjoy the silence. Um, but you just, that, that's me. You got to figure out what's right for you and then stick with it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I guess, enjoy it. I saw, I really wish I could remember who wrote this. Cause I wanted to give you credit. So if you're listening to this and it was you tell me, um, it was a post about, I mean, it was a post about balls. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really wish I could like read it, but it was basically just saying like, everyone is juggling their own balls and you're always gonna like drop drop them you're gonna drop some balls <laughs> how many times can I say balls <laughs> um but it just it depends what day and what ball is going to be dropped you know not everyone can can hold all <laughs> all their balls together at once <laughs> Amber I'm trying to have a serious I'm, conversation it just the way you're saying balls is really <laughs> Is it like a Wisconsin way of saying ball? Is it like bag, bag, balls? Bags, bags and balls. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so like pretty much <laughs> the concept was you can't keep all, you can't hold all your balls at once. Like you can't juggle them all at once. So sometimes balls are going to drop and that's okay. You just pick those balls up the next day and... <laughs> Sorry, this is not a joking matter. <laughs> I should have picked something else besides balls <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> Anyways, the, the concept was was good. Like, yeah, you're not going to be perfect at everything every single day. And it's important to remember that and give yourself grace and just do what you can day by day. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get something done, save it to the next day. I think another thing we haven't really talked about this is being able to ask for help. And mm-hmm. that is one of the hardest things that I, 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 I don't know why I, I enjoy receiving help, but I hate having to ask for it. Cause I feel like I'm being a burden on someone. Um, and I don't do it too much at home. I think just because Joey's obviously very busy. He does a lot for us, like, uh, you know, in the barn and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't ask for like, I don't know, unless I really need it alone time or something, I try not to, to do that. But like at work and stuff, it's, I mean, it's really hard for me to ask for help and I've needed a lot of help lately. So 
slowly I am kind of getting over that and I think I've like some of those things that excuse me I know that I suck at asking for help <laughs> and like I made that aware to my coworkers and stuff so I'm I'm like I hate asking you right now but can you help me do this and like they always say yes it's not mm-hmm. you know where we all help each other out it's just I don't know why it's so hard to ask right and I think especially <clears throat> that's true with farmers because I've never met a farmer that wasn't stubborn and I've never met a farmer that doesn't like doing things themselves Mm -hmm. because unless you're not doing it it's not getting done right it's kind of like the main motto of a farmer I feel like if you're not if I'm not doing it it's not getting done the way it should be getting done and yeah uh, yeah yeah. so I think asking for help especially with farmers is a huge is a huge deal um and I think taking a turn uh, has been why I think a lot of farmers are struggling with their mental health because they don't ask for help, which is sad. Um, and why so many, especially older generation, um, like our dads and like our grandpas, I think that's why so many farms are going under because they were afraid to ask for help. And not only are they suffering, but their farms are just suffering because either they, they feel like they can't turn and ask anyone else for help because they don't want to be, uh, they don't, again, they don't want to be considered a burden or if they can't handle it, then they don't want anyone else to try to handle it for them. So I think um, being aware of, I don't want to say like your mental state, but I just like your mental health in general is a big, is a, is a big thing. And, and thankfully that's, there's a lot of people speaking up about that now, which is pretty cool to see. Um, again, I keep going back to like Tara and, and Jess with mental health Mondays. Like it's always so refreshing to see both of them being so open about their struggles and sharing other people's struggles, um, and just making it feel more like a normal conversation instead of, a instead of a, a taboo subject. So there's, there's so much help available out there. So if, you know, you feel like you're getting overwhelmed to the point where it's affecting your mental health. That's nothing to be uh, ashamed of. It's nothing that, um, that, that you can't reach out and ask for help for. I think, again, that's one of the harder things to admit to not only yourself, but to other people is that you're struggling mentally. And um, there's always people out there that are willing to help you and to listen and um, just, you just, take a chance on, on someone and just, just reach out and, and just start talking about it. I guarantee there's more than one person in your life that's willing to listen and be an ear and offer any suggestions that they might have for you. So, um, Gary, I'm talking about balls and then you <laughs> go and try to like make me cry or something. Jesus. <laughs> No, that is anyway. Yeah, I, I just know, like, um, like me, uh, I, I struggled with this really bad, uh, back when I've talked about this before. Back when Dan and I first got married, we went through like this whole thing, and I struggled a lot mentally. And I shared a little bit about it, and um, on a social media post, and like, I had so many people reach out, and like, I had no idea, um. And even like my, my own parents, like my mom was like, why didn't you tell me you're going through this? And like, I did, like from my mom that I see every day, she didn't pick up on it. And it's like, well, I'm just really good at like flipping a switch and like hiding it from, from everybody. So, and it's kind of weird that it's, sometimes it's easier to share on social media than it yeah. is in person to like your immediate circle. Yeah. Which it, it, I don't, I don't understand why it is. But I don't know, maybe because you're like technically talking to your phone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But- and, and I was kind of thinking about that too. Like I'm in, like, it's easier because you're not physically seeing someone's reaction when you're typing it out. So like, I always feel braver behind a keyboard, which is another, like, which is scary. Um, but like, it's easier because I'm not seeing people's reactions and that's, I'm pretty good at judging people. Like I'm mm-hmm. pretty good at judging reactions and I don't, 
I don't see that. And like, I don't know. Plus you're able to, to get all of your thoughts down on paper rather than, you know, if you were just like worrying about like, yeah. Like I'm not constantly worried about like, Oh, what are you thinking now? Like if I keep going, are you going to interrupt me and like try to change a subject or be like, Oh, it's not that bad. Like, oh, you, you just need to, you just need to take a nap or like, Oh, you just need to relax a little bit. Like I'm not getting that immediate feedback. Um, which taking another turn, I can see why it's so easy for people to bully behind a keyboard. Like I can see why it's so easy for internet trolls to just say all these hurtful comments um, and not feel any remorse about it because they're not seeing your, your reaction. Like 90% of the time, no one's going to say that kind of stuff to your face. So they can hide behind the keyboard because they're not going to see you be like, oh, like, oh, this person wants me to die because I, I raised dairy cows or like, mm-hmm. like you, you don't say that to people. And if you do like, oh, Jesus, you need, <laughs> you need Jesus. <laughs> I mean, they already need Jesus, but yeah, the likelihood, yeah, the likelihood of them saying that to your face is a lot less. So yeah, like in, in my opinion, that's a really big pro and con to social media is like not having that immediate reaction from people. And like, you can be more open, but there's also the flip side of that. People can be more open with their hate and with their Mm -hmm. hurtful comments. And, you know, I don't know, like that's, that's kind of the thing that scares me about ever starting like a YouTube channel or why I don't go on TikTok or like I'm on TikTok. I just don't post on TikTok because I'm afraid of those. <laughs> I'm afraid of those people. And, uh, cause I'm a very sensitive person. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like seeing that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just getting to be too common of a thing. Um, but anyway, yeah. That's- so people are just jerks. Why can't we just all be friends, you guys? (laughs) Yeah, thankfully, I mean, I feel like we have a pretty awesome community, um, our forward farming community, that we don't have to worry about that too much, except for the occasional lint liquor. That's like... (laughs) (laughs) Been a while. (laughs) It's been a while, but um, yeah, Uh, and I'm just thankful that we have a very supportive community here and like everybody's just so nice and it's so refreshing to come on here and be like oh thank you for sweet comments or like you know it just it just makes our lives a little bit easier and want and wanting to continue being better for you guys (laughs) yeah well like yeah continuing to share and yeah go from there it'd be really hard I mean yeah I get like vegans every now and then but it would be really hard if like anytime you shared something someone just attacked you mm-hmm. or like judged you for it. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm not crying. I got like something in my throat. Um, <laughs> but just having the outlet to be able to share your feelings and then know that you're not alone, mm-hmm. whether someone comments or they message you and then you're able to have a conversation about it. It just, I mean, it, it's, it is what it is. It lets you know that you're not alone that you've got an awesome community of people to help you get through it. Um, and I guess just as a reminder, not everyone is comfortable sharing their life online and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're always here to listen. You guys can always message us. Mm-hmm. Um, or to, if, if it's something you want to keep like very anonymous, um, if you go to Jess's page, she's got the Google form yet. Um, I mean, it's secrets of egg. I am guessing it's on her link tree. I haven't looked in a Mm -hmm. while, but you're able to just kind of write it out. And then if she posts it and there's always just so much love and support that comes back after she does that. So if that's something that, you know, that would maybe help you guys out, or I don't know if, I don't know how hard it would be if we ever were to do something like that just to help people through, but it's just any way to get it out there, even if no one knows it was you. Mm-hmm. But if you can just like get it out there, get it off your chest, you're probably going to feel at least a little bit better. Yeah. Ooh, that is that deep stuff. Deep. Um, I feel so like, um, hopefully oh. that, that, 
that answered the uh, do it all <laughs> and then some. Um, I think in summary, you can't do it all. Accept mm-hmm. that, do your best, and that is enough. Yeah. You are enough. Right. Agreed. Preach. Preach. All right. Should we talk about some chocolate? <laughs> Let's. <laughs> You know what I got on my mind. I'm totally having ice cream after this. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's make this topic a little bit lighter because I'm feeling the weight of that conversation. So uh, yeah, let's talk about our favorite Easter candy now that Easter is this weekend. Mm. Um, I mean, you should probably know that I don't like a whole lot of candy. But I was say, I'm very interested to hear your list. <laughs> I was trying to find like, just a, a list of Easter candy that I could pull up and like we could go through and say if it was good or not. But uh, we kind of talked about the jelly beans already. Mm-hmm. I think we're pretty picky about what kind of jelly beans we would eat. Mm-hmm. I feel like I like the Starburst ones. I haven't had them in a while, but um, I, any other I think kind they probably. Changed. Oh, okay. So I'm just not going to have any this year then. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we feel about Cadbury eggs? <sighs> you know, they're not my favorite. Those are the ones with like the cream in them, right? Yeah. They, um, yeah, they're, they're not my favorite. They give me heartburn. I like the commercials, uh, but that's about it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, these are probably my favorite, the Reese's eggs. Yes. If you I mean, don't like it, like the eggs are just so superior over any other Reese's. Do you they say really Reese's? Are. Reese's? Oh, I thought you said Reese's and I was about to disown you. wow okay sorry um this next one's a no for me dog peeps no yeah and dan loves peeps we were just really yeah we were just having this conversation he says he loves peeps if they've been left out on top of the refrigerator for like a week or so so then they get hard which doesn't make sense what is wrong with him? I don't know. Did you see they're coming? They have um, peep flavored Pepsi. Uh, if, you yeah. needed, if you needed more sugar, I wasn't in your life. sure if that was like I thought an it was a early joke. <laughs> April Fool's joke or I don't disgusting. I don't so, um, I guess I don't really know. Like, what else? Um, I mean, like, there's you know the different colored. M&M's and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm all about M&M's. They don't taste any different being different colors. Do you like those robin eggs? Have you ever had those? It's um, like the malt Yeah. Kind of like a, what are those, Whoppers? Or, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't mind them. I, I wouldn't buy them, but I'd no. eat them if they were in front of me. <laughs> Here's a list of worst Easter candy. Um... Number one is Cadbury cream eggs. Oh, no love. <laughs> Number seven is chocolate crosses. Ooh, that's scary looking. Uh, and number 10 is fluffy stuffed cottontails. I think it's just like, uh, what's that stuff called? Cotton candy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, cotton candy's good. Ooh. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's kind of it, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, everything else is like regular. It's just chocolate and different, different, uh, in bunny designs. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And then a bunch of different kinds of, um, jelly beans and stuff like that. Do you guys do, um, Easter baskets for the kids? Yeah, so I actually had to, I had gotten some stuff off Zulily, like a couple, like a month or two ago. Um, just some like, I got them new swimsuits for the year, um, a book and like a toy each. Well, my hiding spot is apparently no longer good enough because someone found it. So, <laughs> oh, no. um, like I... I didn't have it in like baskets or anything at least. So I don't, I don't want to like, Sophia's smart enough that I don't want, I'm not going to be able to trick her with that. So 
I got a couple more things um, that are sitting on the porch now, still in boxes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll get those together, but we like, they just, they don't need much. So it's just like a couple little things just to get them excited that the Easter money was here mm-hmm. and uh, go from there. But yeah, it was just like, oh, okay. Cause guess I can't hide things where I used to anymore. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Dang yeah. kids. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I feel like we're uh, we're probably talking everyone's ear off at this point, right? That's what happens when we record at five o'clock. I know we're we not like yawning the whole time and not so slap happy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I got. You got anything else? I'm. I think I'm chatted out. Good deal. I'm gonna go. Um, I was in the process of making hamburgers for dinner and then Joey took over as I came in here to do this. I'm going to go maybe eat a little something. Mainly I'm going to eat a little something so I can have my ice cream. Good plan. Yeah. We're, uh, we're having brats tonight. So glad we're kind of on the same wavelength. Mm -hmm. If we eat like we're grilling out, it'll be grilling out weather soon enough. Mm-hmm. can't argue That's my that thought logic. process <laughs> all right guys well thanks for listening uh if you're not following us on instagram yet or facebook we're at forward farming podcast and then on our personal pages at farming with the hillbies and at cranberry chats and if you haven't left us a rating and review yet we'd really appreciate that on apple podcasts uh or you can leave a I think you can like recommend people on Facebook. You can do that too if you don't listen to us on Apple. We'd really appreciate it and we love the feedback. And it helps us in the podcast rankings so we can gain a little bit more traction. And everybody just wants to hear more of us, right? Right. (laughs) Cricket, cricket, cricket. (laughs) Uh, Yes, of course they do. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this episode. It was... Uh, it was a roller coaster of emotions, mm-hmm. really, but I think it's important just to to remember that you're not alone and that you're doing awesome. Mm-hmm. So we we appreciate you. We see you all hustling your little butts off, and we give you all a big round of applause. So kudos to you. And if you ever have any more topic suggestions, like if you listen to a podcast and you're like, "Ooh, I really want to hear Amber and Becca's take on that," because that's what everybody thinks when they listen to different podcasts. It's like, oh. I wonder what they think about this. <laughs> the life of our, our influence is just, it's phenomenal. It really. is. It really is. Um, oh, just feel free to send us a message and be like, hey, I think it'd be really cool if you guys talked about this and we'll probably do it. So yeah, feel free to, to spam us with that. Cool. Until then, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.